Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. Next Real listeners, uh, this is Kylan Rob from the Marvel Movie Minute podcast. Uh, we're here not to talk about Hulk for once. We wait, actually, wait, wait, what? No, no, no Hulk. We don't have to talk about Edward Norton or Emil Blonsky or any of that stuff. Kyle, I've been, I've been eating, drinking, sleeping green <laughs> for the last six weeks. <laughs> but now, for, for once, we actually can talk about something other than uh, big green rage monsters. Well, because. 
Yeah, because the world the world is an interesting s- yeah. situation There's right now. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. So uh, what we want to do is we're, we're sort of uh, starting a, a new thing now. We're trying to help people out. Uh, we're calling it Take 10. Uh, so what we're doing here is we're going to go into uh, Disney Plus and pick our 10 movies that we think uh, you should watch. Like right. a, a lot of you right now have a lot of time on your hands uh maybe you're you're at home or or you know you have uh, your job responsibilities have lessened you have time to stream and you have a disney plus subscription we thought okay uh you've watched all the marvel movies you've watched all the pixar movies you've watched all the disney animated stuff star wars yeah you watched all the star wars movies like what's left well we're here to tell you what's left because there's a lot of really good stuff that's buried deep down in disney plus and so we wanted to sort of Pick some of our favorites, put them out there, and then maybe they'll give you something more that you can enjoy and listen to. So maybe one or two of these things that we find, you might pick a find a new favorite. Who knows? And while you do all this, just a nice reminder, please wash your hands and, and observe appropriate social distancing. Exactly. So this is like, we figure you're at home anyway, so why not you know, uh, find something else to enjoy while you're already at home and streaming? And of course, not making light of anything that's going on. No, we're, trying to, we're, trying, to make your, we're trying to make the social distancing into a much more fun experience. Absolutely. Right. So we've each picked 10. We have not seen each other's lists. Uh, so we're just going to go down the line uh, and talk about them. So you want to start out? And just the preface before that is if yes. you're a Disney Plus subscriber, yep. and we certainly, not that we get any, we don't get any kickbacks from no, Disney. Uh, Disney but Disney Plus is, there's a lot of great ways to get it. But a couple things about the navigation of it. So whether you're using Apple TV, an iPad, a, a PC, a Mac, mm-hmm. whatever, there's one thing we've noticed in doing this is what's the best way to find things? Now, yes. of course, their homepage, their, their main screen They've added a lot of new, right. you know, comedies. They're hit the movies. things that you, they want to feature. Like obviously, they at the time of recording, they have just added Frozen Two, so right. Frozen Two has a big placement on it. Absolutely, uh, Mandalorian, of course, is on there. But we're here to talk about movies, right? If you go to the movie section, one great way to look at this is is that it defaults with the featured. So they have about it looks like uh, sixteen or twenty featured movies. Yeah, and it's what you'd expect. It's the right. live action Lion King remake. It's Togo. Toy Story 4. Um, Toy Story 4, yeah. And now Black Panther just got added to the service. Now there is a pull down and you can select all movies A to Z yep. and you see everything. Yeah. So, you know, absolutely make sure that there's a lot more to Disney Plus than what you see on the surface. And then another thing just to also check out is make sure you go to the search page because the search page has these fantastic quick links yeah. to content that is organized. Yeah, see, Rob showed this to me. I had no idea these things were even there. I mean, everything from the Star Wars collection Mm -hmm. to the Cars collection, and the Cars collection takes you to a page that has everything that's Cars. Yeah, and that's beyond the movies. That's all the Cars tunes, the Mater's Tall Tales. They're all in there as well. Same thing for Toy Story, Mm -hmm. the Muppets. It's just, it's, it's it's a hidden gem in yeah. Disney Plus of figuring out to find things where yeah. they are. So, so it, you can obviously go to A to Z uh, on this and you can find the movies that we're going to talk about if you find one you want, or you can just straight up search for it and they'll be on there. So this is all, these are, at the at the time of recording, these are all things that are, that are part of the service. Uh, and interestingly, when I was going through, the first one that came to my mind is not actually available. The first one I was going to oh. do is, is um, I'm sad to say, uh, is not available on streaming these and that's Sky High. <gasps> What? Sky High is a pure Disney movie. It's like from them. So it's not even like from Touchstone or any like a weird thing. It's it's a pure Disney, Walt Disney Studios movie and it's not available. So S- Starring, which I, he appears on my list at least once, starring one of the most venerable Disney 
actors of all time. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, it's it's a great great movie, but like so I say we could do the we could also do a, probably a whole section on I just thought of another one too that's not available. We could do a whole section on movies that are not available on Disney Plus for whatever wow. reason. So today that's not what we're here about today. Movies. Today we're about things you can watch today. Like as right. soon as we're done talking, you can go and fire it up and and watch. So, you want to start with your first one? So, the first one and I this is not not really in any particular order, but I did put this on the list because I missed this in the theaters. Mm-hmm. It didn't do great. Okay. But I I want to see the new Dumbo. Oh, the new, yeah, I've not seen that either. Have not did, did just Tim never Burton got to directed the theater. Right. Michael Keaton, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Colin Farrell, a movie that I absolutely wanted to see, and mm-hmm. it came out about a year ago. Yeah, I think so. So this is one that we're definitely going to be watching over yeah. the next week or two. Yes, I, even just to see what uh, Tim Burton did with Pink Elephants, <laughs> I'm sure there's something in there. Uh, my first so I'm we're of the same generation we're we're, we're Gen X sure. uh, so there's a whole period of Disney that sort of slipped by me and that's the Disney Channel original movies like oh. when those were got really big uh, there were there I, I was sort of not paying any attention to them so like that whole thing is has slipped by me entirely except for a few. And so one of these ones is ones that my wife turned me on to uh, and has become a family favorite and it's called Lemonade Mouth. Oh, yes. Lemonade Mouth is a great Disney Channel original one. So Disney Channel original movies, I, I tend to think of like the Hallmark Christmas movies. Right. Where they have a, essentially a same formula, and they just do small variations on that formula. But every once in a while, one just pops. And, and really, like, whatever elements they put in make it go above and beyond. And I would say High School Musical would probably be something, that, which is not on my list, but uh, just because... I don't think it needs any more hype than what it already has. <laughs> I think plenty of people know what that is. It's not a hidden gem at all, but Lemonade Mouth is. Uh, and essentially the, the the short story of that is kind of Breakfast Club-esque of these group of, this group of kids who get into, uh, they're all in detention at the same time, and they all love this particular brand of lemonade that's available at Sorry, That's where the Lemonade Mouth thing comes from, is, is that's the face you make when you drink this lemonade, is you make that, oh, because like, it's so that's so sour. The lemonade gets taken away, and so they decide to form a band sort of to protest this. The music is really, really good yes. uh, for what is at really catchy, and it doesn't go where you think it's going to go, because you get an idea of Disney Channel Ridge movie and Young Pretty Star, and pop song and you think it's, it's going to go on this this type of thing they get to the end thing and it's not at all what you expect a Disney Channel original movie to end no, I have not seen this yeah it's, it's, it's and Sergeant Bridget Mendler who went on to do Good Luck Charlie which is another family favorite of well, I ours. think she was doing it I think this was in the middle the of same good luck. Time, yeah, good, yeah, around the same time. Oh yeah, no, and she yeah. good luck, Charlie. Yeah, that was a staple in our house. Oh yes. when that was was on ours too. That's uh, a that's a great show to check out too. Yeah. But yeah, Lemonade Mouth, I highly recommend uh, check it out. Even if you're not a Disney Channel original movie fan, it's a really fun, you know, oh, nice. light teen comedy. Very nice. So very good. All right, so um, my next pick. This is a this is one of my wife's. I love my wife. Hi, <laughs> Margie. Yeah. One of my wife's favorite movies. It has a cut to. Bill Bixby. Oh, okay. Okay. And it also stars in supporting roles two of my favorite comedians, Don Knotts and Tim Conway. Oh, yes. The Apple Dumpling Gang. Yes. What a great uh, 1975 comedy. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. I cannot tell you how many times we rented that. That back in the days of VHS rentals, like it came with a big clamshell and we rented it. Yeah. That was a that was a big family favorite of ours too, and I I love Don Knotts and Tim Conway. And the fact that you can just access that this is this is absolutely yeah. a movie you should right. watch. And, and and it's not quite as good sequel. No. Oh <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, rides again. What yeah. was the, yeah? No. Yeah, rides again. Yeah. But, I, mean, I, I had forgotten Bill Bixby was in the original. Yes. Episode. Okay. See, now you made me think I have to go watch that again. I yes. haven't seen it in many years. Right. 
Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah, good choice. I'm also going to go back even further than 1975, all the way back to 1954, because my next pick is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh. Yeah, celebrating the late, great Kirk Douglas. Yes. This movie has a special place in my heart because um, I was hired by a theater company to do a a, a play version of, of the original novel. And so it went on to great acclaim, and I won an award for it, and it was great. So uh, in the process of my research, I watched this movie and every other version. And I can tell you, I have seen every version of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea that they've ever done, and this is still the best of them all. Now, obviously, it is still a 1954 movie, so I can tell you this is not Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, Pirates right, of the Black right. Pearl. This is not like nonstop. It, but I can tell you this does have very much the seal of Walt Disney himself on it. Like he was very heavily involved in it, so like his fingerprints are definitely on it. So you really get a sense of that. So, like I say, there's some there's some pacing issues sure. uh, as it goes along. Oh, even a lot of these movies, I think we're going to mention. Yeah, from they're, this they're, period, they're very much of their era. Yeah, they're not the fast paced breakneck speed plot. No, no, no. this is something different. Yes. Which, yes. So, so I I would recommend. It's like it's still a good time, and it's you know it's it's uh and everybody can watch it because like it's, it's a multi generational movie. So twenty thousand leagues under the sea, the original. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right. My next one, another favorite of my wife and one of the ones I was talking about with our friend Kurt Russell. Oh, Kurt Russell. Yes. The computer wore tennis shoes. Yes. So from 1969, yep. this is Kurt Russell's seventh film role, uh-huh. which I mean, Kurt Russell. Yeah. He started acting uh, 1963. Yeah. Okay. But here he is now, 1969, Computer War Tennis Shoes. This movie also stars uh, Cesar Romero. Oh, wow. So if you're a fan of the 1960s Batman TV show, yep. the pl- the person who played the Joker. Mm-hmm. And also what the 60s thought of as a computer. Yes. <laughs> like, just all, just all of it. Yeah. And, and, and a young Kurt Russell. Yeah. Is just amazing to yeah. watch. He, like he had charisma for days. Oh, like, yes. like, he, like he had it from a young age all the way up till today. I should note they actually did remake this as a television movie starring Kirk Cameron. Oh. I don't that believe is that's not available. available on and, uh, yeah, and and I don't think it needs to be. <laughs> just watch the original. Yeah. It's freely available to you on Disney Plus. Yep. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Good choice. I have yeah. I I, I was very excited when those came out to, to look to go back to those uh, things. So that that's that's what's fun about Disney Plus. So uh, my next pick is something I don't think a lot of people know exists. So one of my uh, passions is musicals. I love musicals, and this is a, a sort of a lost gem of musicals. So they, they, it's called a movie on, as far as Disney Plus is concerned, but when it came out, it's actually part of the Wonderful World of Disney. And if you, if you look it up on IMDb, you have to look it up by Wonderful Disney because they considered an episode. And it's Annie. It, when we were young, there was in the in the mid '80s, there was an Annie movie with uh, um, Albert Finney, uh, oh, and like yeah. that. And I, I remember seeing that and not liking it at all. What? I did not like that at all. And I think. I think if you watch this, you'll understand why. Because this is an adaptation of the original Broadway musical, as opposed to the cinematic version where they cut out half the songs and some of the characters, on the, and had a bridge and and uh, yeah, and added in his his manservant. There's a lot of. If you haven't gotten it's like from '83. If you've not seen that one, it does not hold up very well. No, but we this, no no. Tell, but this this I'm telling you, this one it was from 1999. You're right, uh, and this has Broadway cred for days because in addition to um, having Miss Hannigan played by Kathy Bates. You also have Victor Garber uh, is Daddy Warbucks. You have 
Um, Kristen Chenoweth is in this in a very small role. You have Audra McDonald. I mean, you. I mean, come on, Alan Cumming. I mean, come on. Like this is this is like you could you could not get any one of these people to be the star thing to be like, but have all of them in the same thing. It's directed by the guy who would go on to win an Oscar for Chicago. Like this is like this is this is a a lost gem. I'm telling I'm you. adding it to my my watch list right now. Yeah, now. And it has all the original songs. Okay, and, now, and I the have girl who plays Annie herself too. I don't remember her name. She she's a great Annie and, and stuff too. And like I say, it is. Uh, I, I will warn you, it is a television movie. So right. I mean, it does not. It's not. There. It's not like the Annie they just did like with right. Jamie Fox. Like so, it's right. not big budget kind of thing. So it's right. done on television budget. But it is one of the best adaptations of a musical I've ever seen. Now, however, let's go back to this. Yeah, the eighty three movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to tell you something. Drop. Page. It, it it Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. I will. Tim I was, Curry. Yeah, Carol Burnett. Bernadette Peters. Yes, that uh, like you pull that out and it's and it's fantastic. Put that up on the shelf, mount it, put it in lemonade gold. All the rest of that movie can be thrown away. Okay, but the soundtrack. I listen to that continuously. Yeah, I'm telling you, you listen, really? watch this one, and you might be listening to the soundtrack just as much. Audrey McDonald. Okay, all right. No, Chantus. I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was gonna have to defend Annie. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, I loved that movie. <laughs> okay, I think the, I think, I'd say we're gonna. I I I will not. I will not take you to task with it because we're going to get into a couple of I love this movie unabashedly stuff on this very list that people are gonna be like, <laughs> what is wrong, what is wrong with, with you, you people? Yeah. Oh, the, all right. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So my next one and this one I really put out because. I think people forget that the, the, you, everyone thinks about the sequel, or mm-hmm. not the sequel, the reboot, the remake oh, of it. Oh, sure. Yeah, but there's a lot of those on here. The, the original 1961, The Parent Trap. Oh, yes. Haley Mills. Yes, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic movie. Totally, you should see the original. I mean, this yeah. this is a great movie. And I'm a big fan of the Lindsay Lohan one. Oh, yeah, no, she did about. a great That's job. A, it's, I mean, a, it's a great remake, as, as Disney likes to remake their stuff. No, that absolutely was, but... Yeah. The original. The, the original is really, really good, yeah. and you have access to it. You should enjoy that. Yeah, exactly. And, you can, and the nice thing about it is you can watch both. Right. All right, so I'm going uh, in a completely different direction from that to 1979 to The Black Hole. Yeah, oh. so Disney always had a very difficult time with like basically reaching teenage boys. Like they they had their princesses but they could never find the right formula of like cool sci-fi action stuff too. And they so they would get they would do something and get really really burned by it and then they give up and then they try it again and there's a fascinating, you know, sort of tracking this this failure. Um and so I won't say the Black Hole is the best film that, that Disney ever made, but I find it a fascinating piece of arcana it stars robert forster who we recently lost so it's nice to go back oh, and see him oh, again him. Um, oh, yeah. it's it's full of some amazing design some of the star wars people ended up working on this as well uh so i mean like all practical sets i mean like the i mean really really and it's, it has a sort of uh Moby Dick Ahab obsessive vibe about how, oh, and some nice. really kind of and Ernest Borgnine is in it too there's some really sort of uh disturbing things about how far you would go to accomplish your goals uh so it's it, like i say it's it is definitely a a, a 70s sort of sci-fi movie much more than and and you know and rock'em sock'em uh et inspired action sure, kind of thing. Sure. so it's slow paced uh but it's like it just it looks gorgeous and i'm glad they have a really nice transfer on disney plus oh, so the awesome. black hole from 1979 okay so next and again another another love of my wife's 
the original The Love Bug. Oh, yes. Herbie. This is uh, 1968 uh, American comedy. It's the first in the series of movies that Walt Disney produced about a Volkswagen Beetle who uh, it was was Bumblebee before Bumblebee was Bumblebee, <laughs> That's right? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he, like, he just wants these this cre- these crazy kids to get together, right? That's like I his mean, whole goal. He's not trying to save the world. He's just trying to get this this hapless dude to fall in love with this woman, right? And this is the original, and and yep. still still a pop culture thing because. Yeah. Hallmark still does Herbie ornaments from time There's to time. Some here in Phoenix. There's a guy with with a, a Herbie that drives around. Bringing up Lindsay Lohan again. Yep. Lindsay Lohan was in a, yep. a fairly loaded. good. It's fairly good. Yeah, I almost Herbie made movie. my list. It was really? like it was, I would say it was probably in the teens. And interesting, Michael Keaton in that yeah. movie as well. Yeah, so and, and written by the guys who did Night at the Museum. It has one of my again one of my favorite uh, comedic actors of this era, mm. Buddy Hackett. Yeah. Uh, David Tomlinson, yep. Tomlinson yeah, is from, in this. Uh, Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins and, and who Ben and Broomsticks is still going to be mentioned on a movie on my list. Oh, still nice. yet to come. Okay. Uh, was it was a staple for Disney yep. for mm-hmm. for musicals and for their sort of like whimsical yep. comedies like this. And the late great Dean Jones, yes, love Dean Jones. I actually, I will tell you this: there there was a a time in college when uh, a friend of mine introduced me to writing of fan letters. I wrote a fan letter to Dean Jones and got a signed picture as a response. What? Yeah. He was wrote me a very nice little note to it oh, too. That's so awesome. I always have a soft spot in my heart for Dean Jones. Oh, very nice. So anyway, I love the yeah, oh, that's a great movie. And in, yeah. and then if you wanted, if you watch The Love Bug, yeah. and you think, well, I'd love to have more of this. Well, there's, <laughs> there's like four other movies. Yeah. yeah. I mean Monte Carlo and Rides <laughs> right. Again and Only only uh Herbie himself is the one who comes back. The yeah. rest of them. <laughs> Well, there's that, that a, re- is... a rotating group of stars. Exactly. And there's even there was even one I don't believe it's actually on Disney Plus, but that um Bruce Campbell did a a Love Bug movie as well. There was a there was a oh. uh, TV movie version of it with uh, Dana Gould. Oh wow. Yeah, there was a so Herbie's been uh, uh, around for a long time. So yeah, Love Bug, good choice. Uh my next one is is one of those ones that I have uh very much nostalgia for from when I was a kid, uh, and I and I've, I've gone on about uh, numerous places. So if you want to hear me talk at length about this, uh, you can go listen to the most excellent '80s podcast. I did a guest appearance on that to talk about this movie in particular, and I've also mentioned it uh, in, on other uh, appearances I, I've done. Uh, it's Return to Oz from 1985. Return to Oz is one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, really, and the the worst part about Return to Oz is that it's called Return to Oz is because well, that's uh, why I've never seen it. Yeah, because every because when you go into something called Return to Oz, you expect it to be a continuation of Dorothy's magical adventures, uh, dancing around in a in a sort of 1930s dream world kind of thing. And right. this is not that movie. Return to Oz is you know, I would put it much next to Edward Scissorhands or oh. Coraline. It is a it is a dark adventure story. It's still about Dorothy, but th- this Dorothy is probably ten. Uh, and she goes back, and the and she Oz she goes back to is a very dangerous world. Uh, there's uh, these. It's been taken over by the Gnome King. He is turning people to stone. Uh, there's a there's the deadly desert where if you touch the sand, you turn into sand, and you cannot you know, like you you're gone forever. You blow away. But the thing that's really cool about it is, it was done almost all practical. So everything that's in there uh, is very much like they were really there. There's a his name is Jack. He has a pumpkin head. 
yeah, he's, he's on the well, that's that's the scarecrow, scarecrow. On, on, the, on the thumbnail when you uh, bring it up. Uh, but he was a fully animatronic character, so they had a, a performer walking around like looking like he's his arms were put together by sticks and stuff too, and a fully animatronic pumpkin on his head that talks. Wow. It is, I'm telling you, you have never seen anything like this movie. And, and, and when it came out, it was a colossal bomb. I mean, like so much so that the the director never worked again. Like oh. he, this was the one and only time he ever directed. Put away your ideas of of Judy Garland and Ruby Slippers and all that kind of stuff, and go watch Return to Oz with a complete open mind of like just from the books. It is, I, I say, it's dark, dark and disturbing. Is is I don't, I don't think because it's not like traumatic, but it does deal with some 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 tougher stuff. And right. so like the thing, the fact that this movie even exists at all is amazing. So like I say, I've already gone on too long. Like you can hear me talk about this for an no, hour I, I over on the podcast. But is, is for those of you who are interested in those kind of like darker adventure stories, I, Return to Oz, check it out because you've never seen anything like it before. And it, and it, but not all that. It's not like it's Dune where you need like a guidebook to right, follow along. Right. Like everything you need to know, you can just, as soon as you start it up, you're, you're, you already know. Yeah. You're, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, and wow. and everything that happened in Wizard of Oz, the events of Return of Oz, happened. So like you know, like Dorothy met the the Scarecrow and fought the Wicked Witch. All that stuff that has happened in the past, but it obviously not. It's, it's kind of like actually going back to Incredible Hulk. It's sort of like it happened, but not the way that you quite remember it. Right. The events were the same, but things were a little bit different from Hulk to Incredible Hulk. So. Wizard of Oz to Return to Oz. Oh, that's something I yeah I would never have thought of watching that. Yeah. And you've. Yeah, I say I uh, I have two movie posters on my wall, and this is one of them. Oh, awesome! Yeah, very cool. Okay, my next one, again. Oh, this is this must this episode is a, a love letter to my wife because these are some <laughs> of her favorite movies, and I and I enjoy them as well. Yeah, the original Pete's Dragon. Oh yes. Now, I gotta point out because yep. you can watch both. This yes. is another thing you can watch right, both the versions of from a couple of years ago. So yeah, uh, so. yeah. Just I know it was just a few years ago. Few uh, Robert years ago. Redford mm-hmm. uh, had starred in it. I have not seen it. It's okay. But it's not the original. And the thing that you want to see about the original is this is one of those movies where Disney took live action and put an animated character in the live action movie. Yes. And they did it exceptionally well. Yeah. This is from 1977. Again, it just it's got a it's got a great cast. Yep. Mickey Rooney. Mm-hmm. Red Buttons. Yeah. Okay. This Some is... great songs in there. Yes. Candle in the Water was I think it was Oscar nominated from that. Uh Passamaquoddy. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, I remember, I have very, very fond memories of Shelly Winters, Jeff Conway. Yeah. This is totally worth seeing. Yeah. And yes, again, caution, not Mm -hmm. the pacing of of what you expect from a modern movie. Yes. But it will, it will transport you and you will be entertained. Yeah. And you will really like the story. Yeah. So I agree. Good choice. Peace Dragon. Uh, I'm going to get a little more modern with this one. Uh, another, this is the second uh, on my list of uh, Disney Channel original movies that, once again, you're talking about your wife, that my wife introduced me nice. to. Nice. Uh, and this is actually a, a favorite of, of uh, my oldest daughter, uh, who's 12, who's in the room with me. Uh, uh, she actually is a big fan of this one, too. This is Teen Beach Movie. Now, when we were growing up, um, the this we were already way past the uh, the the '60s beach movies. There was a a, a period of those like uh, Beach Blanket Bingo and things. But I personally saw them a lot on like daytime television. So they would like they would the reruns, kind of like the way that we watched uh, the Batman for the '60s or the Monkeys. It oh, was right. like it was just in rotation. Right. So I saw those, and, and so I never saw them new. I mean, I saw Back to the Beach when it came out in you know '89 or whatever that was. Uh, so this is. So there was a whole genre of just kids on the beach having fun. That was like the whole thing. Like right, sometimes right, there was right. an evil bike.
biker gang, and that was pretty much the they like a land developer wanted to develop the beach, and they had to stop the it. And Annette, that's, Annette Funicello, yeah, yeah, oh. Frankie Avalon, Frank, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all those 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 kind of things. I mean, well, a, that might be dating a, us a little bit, but true. no. There's you know. a great uh, sequence about these things in that thing you do, where they become uh, they they go oh, with, right. they star in one of those uh, right. Captain. Uh, Geech and the Shrimp Shack Shooters, I think, was the name of their band. Uh, but anyways, uh, back to Teen Beach movie. Um, a, a couple, of, a, a, a young, you know, like teen couple, are having some uh, has some problems. They think they might break up, and one of the kids is a big fan of these things, and they get essentially sucked into a 1960s beach movie. And so, oh. like, they're like their problems become a very different set of problems when they're just stuck in this 60s beach. They're gonna have to figure out what's going on. Do they live out the movie? Do they try and stop the movie? Do they try? And, so it's it's very fish out of water. So all the characters in it are living the 60s beach movie dream and all these are very modern people trying to uh, you know adjust to life in this in this and the music is great it's just a fun it's like once again disney takes their formula and every once in a while it produces gold and well, this and, is one of those fantastic and what a neat examples. what a neat plan for disney to here here create a story that is interesting to a cross generation because yes you're getting all the people exactly. who were growing up watching this but then their grandparents when they're well, yeah, yeah, this and, is something and they can relate to. it's the high school musical formula, so it's getting the, the right. new generation, the, the Gen Ys, right. you know, because it has that, that slick veneer that they put on their movies. And I, and I do pretty people singing. Exactly. I mean, you know, and I wrong. remember when this was coming out because my daughter, uh, the show at the time on Disney Channel that was super popular was Austin and Allie, mm-hmm. and the title character, Ross Lynch, this was this was a vehicle for him True. to expand his notoriety on the Disney Channel. Yeah, and so yeah, you understand how all this plays together. The the Disney machine with their child actors. Yes, that, exactly. Well, oh, very cool. Right. So, what's your next one? So, my next one, not necessarily a great movie. Okay. But you need to understand the historical significance of it. Okay. And it's also still it has great characters and great actors and actresses in it. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh uh, yes, one of my favorites. Now, now again, and I'm not. Yeah. I don't mean to say, oh, it's not great. It does have some. I'm issues. tempering well, your expectations, even right? If you if you look at bed knobs and broomsticks and Pete's Dragon and even Mary Poppins, they I, they ha- all have some pacing issues. Where Absolutely. it's like I would say all of them are are over long, and they have even musical sequences that could be cut pretty easily doing it. so they, they all have that that same sort of thing but i agree with you they're the bad they're the good so far outweighs the bad oh no absolutely and, yeah. and here's what i say about the, the the acting and the historical significance angela lansbury mm-hmm. david tomlinson again yep. okay i think you might know this story this sh- this movie had a very interesting production problem i guess you would say mm-hmm. where it was put into production greenlit way before mary poppins yeah because they were having issues getting the rights for Mary Poppins. Right, which you yeah, can, which you could That's a whole other story. If you want to see a version of the story, you can watch Saving Mr. Banks. Bonus, bonus yeah, edition on, on Disney+, Disney Plus, Plus, right? Yeah, which I, I have some issues with that. Yes, not, so, no, so Saving Mr. Banks, I'm not recommending. <laughs> but if you're curious to see, I would I would watch it and draw your own conclusions. But go on. And read a little extra yeah, to fill read, in the blanks. Yeah, so, that, that's, that, that's a movie that requires some homework because you should really find out the real story behind it after you watch it. So this movie... It goes into production. Well, then they get the rights to Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins gets yeah fast tracked. Got fast tracked into yeah. this. This gets shelved until 1971. Mm. Mary Poppins is is as good as it is at its height because of what they learned and what yes. they figured out how to do with bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah, the expertise that was generated because again Disney is trying to invent new ideas and oh, concepts yeah. of how to merge live action and animation, yep. all these different things. 
it's worth seeing. Yeah. It's worth seeing for that, it's just to know the connection it has. What I find interesting about Bad as a Broomstick, as opposed to all the rest of these movies that we have mentioned, is that when you meet someone of our generation who watched it, and obviously we didn't watch it new, we watched it on VHS. Right. Uh, when it came out and uh, when you talk about it and say oh you know what my, one of my favorite scenes about Alice Room 6 is when uh, the witch sends the, the animated armor to fight the German army right. and people go what? Oh like, yes. Oh yeah. Like in addition to this song, this this like oh we go under the sea and we meet we go to land with animals and we play soccer with animated characters up to yeah. There's like a war. There's a whole oh, yeah. war thing where she is a witch and she has to send all of these this this armor to fight. I mean like there's this great sort of uh, inner story that around it. In addition to all the mystical magical Mary Poppinsy thing going on there too. Now you know also too it was there was actually scenes that were missing. Yeah. That they cut from the theatrical. Yeah, and path. have never been seen. Again. Well, in '96, they actually added oh, a lot they? more of them to it. Do you know if those are in? No, the I don't, Plus and one? I'm going to find out ah, okay. over the over the break here. Yeah, right? uh, say, yeah. Uh, let's see. That makes me want to watch it even more then, because no. I, I hadn't heard that too. That and if and if we and here's another reason you should watch this. Hmm? You're going to hear a little bit more about this movie in the coming year because a Broadway version of this is in production. Oh, so now okay. granted it might be delayed because sure. of various things. Yeah, but that was scheduled to debut this year. Okay, this is something that is going to get a little bit of reuse by Disney. Okay, so for the stage. All right, but that was in Broomsticks. Good choice. All right, my next one is actually one of my favorite films of all time. It, it probably is in my top ten personal favorites, uh, and it's from 1979, and it's the Muppet Movie. Oh. Oh, the original yes. Muppet movie, uh, like this, this is like when the Muppets were were sort of white hot. Like they were a they were a cultural force, and like wherever they showed up, people would tune in. I mean, they they made or broke shows. Like they 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 were fantastic, and so this was sort of the origin story of how the Muppets got together. This is after the Muppet show had already become the number one show on television uh, right. for the years it was on. Uh, this is sort of their origin story a little bit too, but. The thing I like about it is that it doesn't talk down to you. There's a lot of these, even even the stuff that's on Disney Plus sure. stuff is like very much like, okay, kids, we're gonna and like the Muppet movie doesn't do that kind of stuff at all. Like, it is a straight up like adult story. They just happens to be bears and pigs and and whatever Gonzo is, right. uh, and it's full of incredible cameos. If you're a fan of that, if if you don't know who the people are, then they actually have story reasons to be there. So it's not just like. You know, they have, uh, you know, Albert Brooks walk on screen and just wave to the camera. There actually are reasons everyone is there. Uh, but it's it's sweet. It's funny. It's a little it's it's got a little edge to it. Oh, it's a little, edgy. little dirt it's on the fingernails. Edgy. Yes. Uh, and then uh, and it has a, a, a tremendously great ending. It's difficult to watch all the other Muppet movies when they set the bar so high with this one. Right. But I mean, I love all the Muppet movies. Uh, but like if you have to pick one, watch the Muppet movie. And I would add, well, by the way, this is on my list. Oh, so we, we just okay. finally wow yeah, towards yeah. First the near towards the end we actually overlapped. had a, a, yeah. a movie on both lists. Yeah, this movie will give you when you say edgy. Yeah, you know when you watch the classic Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer Christmas mm. special now. Yeah, <laughs> I think people watch it now, and there are scenes where that makes you go, "Oh, whoa, yeah, they they're doing they did that." Yeah, you do get that feeling in scenes in this movie. Oh, yes, right? absolutely. Like, yeah, whoa, this. This is interesting. Our sensibilities changed a little bit. Yeah. But it's a great movie to vi- revisit because yes. it should spark some and, discussion. And in, in difficult times, it is it, it, it really leaves you with a, a warm feeling. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we could all use a little of that right now. This is a good thing. This is going to be my 10th. Oh, okay. And I'm assuming this is on your list, but maybe I'm wrong. A little movie from 1991 called 
the Rocketeer. Absolutely, it's on my thing. And you can, I, I think we talked about this when we did our appearance on the Saturday matinee as well. Right. And I actually, even if you go back to the Secret Origins of Superhero Cinema crossover that Road to Infinity did right. with them, I talked about it there too. Yes, I have talked about Rocketeer a lot and will continue to talk about it until the, until my time on this earth is done. I love the Rocketeer. But I want to hear from you though. I, I talk about it a lot, so tell me what you No, love, love it. And actually... When I was do- when I was making my list, it's a movie I don't think I've seen in about eighteen years. Okay, I because I'm ninety one, mm-hmm. second year of college, like my yeah, sophomore yeah. year of college. Yeah, somewhere around there too. Yeah. Okay, so I, th- I think I was rem- actually I think I was still in high school actually. So okay, because we're, we're a couple years old. Right. I I remember seeing it in the theater here in Arizona. Mm. I haven't watched it since then. Wow. Okay. Just, just didn't get around to it. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to watching it yeah. again. Yeah, uh, say, and and even you can watch it from the eyes of a of a Marvel fan too, because the guy who directed that right. directed Captain America: The First Avenger. Right. Yeah, Joe Johnson. So yeah, so uh, Rocketeer is a is a great pull. Yeah, it's a, that's one of those ones that you can't believe Disney made this movie. Like you look at yeah. it and you go, it's it so does not fit into any of the rest of the stuff they've done. It is actually there's much more Marvel DNA in that than there is in almost anything else that Disney has done oh, live yeah. action wise. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And easily, they could easily just insert that into continuity. <laughs> that this is something that happened oh. in the MCU. I mean, they, they you know, add like, a little could, s- yeah, exactly. steampunk yeah. so we can, you know, and, right. uh, I like it. Yeah. Like, you know, have them cross over with Agent Carter. I'd watch that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, my next one is actually from 2003, uh, and it is a little movie called Holes. This is oh. actually starring uh, Shia LaBeouf. And this actually, this is the kind of movie that you watch and realize why Shia LaBeouf was a giant star because he's so darn charismatic. Like obviously, Shia LaBeouf now, like now he's he's around that he had a rough period as right. as a lot of actors have done. Like sure. uh, there seems to be a thing where if you're a young actor, um, there's a period where like all of what you lost in your childhood catches up to you. Absolutely, no, and understood. so what well, they found they found the Nickelodeon stars were like as soon as they almost left their shows were sort of like going because it's like you have. All access to this time and money, and you can yeah. do whatever oh, you it's, want. It's got to no be restriction. That's got to be tough. It's yes. got to be tough. And so they found the Disney stars also had this happen. It just happened later. Uh, so they they have this, so obviously now he is. Uh, but you can go back to his original stuff. This is right off of his uh, appearance in Even Stevens. This is one of his first sort of big movies. And see this, right. it's a great little movie um, about uh, a family who's been cursed. Like something happened to them, and like every so this family terrible things keep happening to them and so the terrible things then pass on to him the, the, the son uh at stanley uh stanley stanley yelnats which is stanley backwards mm-hmm. um and so he gets sent to like this work camp and he has to do that and so the, and and seems to be that the the warden who's sigourney weaver who is just having the kids dig random holes like maybe it's just as a really punishment but it turns out there's a specific reason why they're there and why they're having her dig these holes and so it, it all ties into the curse that goes on with him so it's a it's a fascinating movie uh it's it, full of a, a bunch of stars i mean it's got john voigt it's got patricia arquette tim nelson dule hill from wow. yeah from west wing yeah yeah and psych and psych i was gonna say yeah, yeah. and so yeah it's, it's a great great movie yeah it's it's one of those lost gems it actually did really well so i mean like it's not like people a lot most a lot of people have seen it so it's not like that but if you haven't revisited i'd say go back and watch it again because it's, it's really well done i think on the many episodes of various things we've recorded i think i've mentioned this before this mm-hmm. movie came out in 2003 yeah my daughter was born in february uh, i yeah. went into uh, yeah. a i went into a time <laughs> suck of yep. not getting to the theater uh, i have i have a couple of gaps <laughs> like that myself yeah no that's how i missed this one yeah i didn't get to see it yeah oh good 
So, uh, did you, did you have one more? No, that was my. Was that was your yeah, ten. Was okay, so I, I still have one more. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I think probably because even now. So next one, actually, I, I guess I should have spaced it better. Is a movie that came out uh, was excellent and almost nobody saw, and I really don't know why. Uh, because uh, following on the trend uh, of the first Muppet movie, this was the last Muppet movie, 2014's Muppets Most Wanted. I did not see it. See, I, and I'm not sure why. The Muppets came back, and and the, and it came out, and it was it was a huge success. And so they're like, oh, all right, Muppets are back. Here we go. And so they they sort of did it, and we're going to do a sequel. And there's actually the opening song of Muppets Most Wanted is we're doing a sequel. It's a great song about sequels. And even in the, in the course of doing it in 2014, they make a joke about how they only got to make a movie because they're waiting for Tom Hanks to make Toy Story 4. And oh, later on, it went on what? to, and they they end up making Toy Story 4. But it's like, yeah, it was great. And so it is packed with great actors. If you want to, if for those that are Marvel movie fans, um, Ty Burrell yes. is, is one of the major stars of this thing. He plays, he's doing a ridiculous French accent. He is the investigator who's pursuing the Muppets. It's the Muppets on a world tour, so they're visiting all over Europe. You know, if you want to learn more about Ty Burrell, you could listen to the Marvel Movie Minute Season 2 podcast. That's true. Where uh, two very handsome, articulate gentlemen... <laughs> scrupulously go into detail. Wait, I thought we were doing it. Is, oh, is that? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who are those guys? Yeah, we talked a, talk a lot about Ty Burrell uh, during his uh, appearance uh, in uh, 2008's Incredible Hulk movie. That was a Hulk shameless, that was a shameful plug. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing shameful about it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for some reason, this movie came out and, and like nobody went to see it. Well, I wonder why, because I, okay, we, I didn't see it. Yeah. 2014, I don't, I mean, life was what it was. I don't yeah. remember anything crazy. No, I don't know what was not. Maybe the 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 evil twin Kermit plotline. Oh, Constantine is such a great character. He really? Is, yeah. He I mean, he sings a song with Ricky Gervais, and it's it's hilarious about like uh, that he's the main bad guy, and Ricky Gervais is his sidekick. So it's I'm number one, you're number two. Now this isn't. I'm I'm pulling this up right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, now has nothing to do with the the television show. Okay, but the television show 2015, right? Yes. So they were close. Yeah, that show is horrible. <laughs> uh, I don't we could get into that. There's, there's a whole thing. <laughs> Sorry about, about but, how the Muppets are treated versus how they should be handled. Well, okay, but was there too. was there I could, maybe I could, I could do a whole podcast series about just about the Muppets? I, I guess there maybe wasn't a connection because these are by, no, based on these zero connection so between the yeah. Muppet television series and anything else. Except yeah. that, you know, like the characters, it's almost like it's almost like every time the Muppets show up, they're in an alternate universe because they're like very rarely travels on. You know, uh, but yeah. So Muppet, I'd say Muppets Most Wanted is a is an underrated film. Like it, okay. it's, it's, I think it's, I don't think there's anything specifically wrong with it. I just think no one went to see it. So well, you, I would say if you're a Muppet fan, I would say it's one of the best Muppet movies. And if you're on Disney Plus, yeah, then it's, watch it's it. already available to you. So uh, as our, as our final thought, like I have a, like a tiny little inst- little bonus thing. So if you're feeling adventurous, so <laughs> if you and who isn't ones, these days, and, and you're sort of like, man, like I really want something. I'd never seen before something bizarre, something strange, something really like that that would never be made again. I have a recommendation movie for you that is available on Disney Plus. Hot off the success of Pirates of the Caribbean, and then off the mild success of the Haunted Mansion movie, they thought, what else can we go and make a movie of? And so they looked through their archives and went, what about the Country Bears? People love the Country Bears. So they decided they make a Country Bears movie telling about the history of the Country Bears. They got the Jim Henson Company to make fully animatronic bears, and they put it out. It is a 
fascinating movie. Fascinating. I really love this movie just because the heart of this movie is so pure. But it is so hated by so many people because it is really hard to get past the fact that there are scenes with live-action actors talking to animatronic bears. It's just because they're they're fully like you know animatronic faces, eyes, nose, mouth talking. But what's what's great about this movie is the music. They got like some of the same people who did the music for Oh Brother Where Art Thou to do music for this. The music is top tier country music i've never heard of this i yeah. don't even know and, this i mean existed. like the it, it like uh um uh, Haley joe osmet is the voice of the lead bear he like it's like a young kid who's a fan of the the country bears were like the eagles essentially right right and so they they um were they've broken up and so he's trying to get the band back together because the their the country bear hall is about to be torn down so he's trying to get the bears to do a concert so he's trying to get this this dysfunctional 1970s country group who's all falling apart to get back together to do this because uh, of course evil land developer that is the a recurring thing well, in all of these course. movies um i'd say like i'd say i didn't put this on my top 10 because like i know that there's a only a very small percentage of the listening audience is actually gonna be interested in checking this out but it is fascinating what's funny is as you're describing all that yeah I thought you were describing Rock of Ages. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's I say there's it does not not very far away That's from that. Funny. But, I mean, like you, there's a lot. Like Diedrich Bader has a big part of this. Um, I will not reveal who the villain is, but when you see him, you will be shocked that they're like that. That's the guy they got to be the big bad guy in this. Um, Bonnie Raitt sings the song. Um, oh. Don Henley is a voice in it. I mean, it is. I'd say the it, even just for the soundtrack, it, it it is great. There's a couple songs that are legitimate bangers. You know what's interesting about this is is that. Okay, Disney Plus, and I, and you can go online and read all these. You know, not just people are very happy with it because of the success of the Mandalorian and a sure. few other things. But I know do know there's a lot of people who are like, well, there's nothing to watch. Yeah, like, I don't. and so that's exactly why I wanted to make this this well, particular episode because I want to tell you there's a lot of really great stuff buried down deep. This in the is wonderful of stuff. Plus. And, and the fact they're been... making it available, like Disney has a history of burying things. Yes, <laughs> like I love Disney, but they sometimes will just like things will just disappear and you only can find it and, not, and I'm not talking about Song of the South I'm saying there are things out there that you don't even know Disney ever made and the fact that they would put Disney Plus and they put Country Bears on it thank you Robert Iger right like this is great I mean the fact they put like the stuff that you know what they took a bath on this this was a bomb a oh, colossal yeah, bomb yeah, and, they, and, and here it is from 2002 they're putting it out there anybody can watch it well, my six year old has fallen in love with this movie this is this she is added. loves added it. to the watch list yeah well and as we've been doing this we've been you know we're, we're here we're pulling up these movies mm-hmm. live on Disney plus and I love the movies that are coming up under the suggested thing <laughs> yeah. because for this one bears right sure Brother, Brother Bear yeah. is one of the most underrated yes. classic Disney animated movies, I won't say of all time, but of quite a time. Yeah. Yeah, we it can is do a whole section wonderful on, movie. On, there's there's a lot of their animated movies that do not get, I think, nearly the love and respect that they deserve. We could do a whole thing on that too. The, the sequel Brother Bear Two is not so good. I mean it's <laughs> Well, yeah, once again, there's a lot that can be said about Disney direct-to-video sequels. That's different. But, yeah. You know, but just, anyway, so, yeah, say, if you're feeling more adventurous, and like I say, it is yes. a comedy, so it's not like a slog to get through, but I'm telling you, Country Bears is like nothing you've ever seen before. Fantastic. Ah, oh, this, now I know what I can do in the in addition to right. 
being with family and taking care of things yeah. and, and working all, remotely. And these are all family friendly things. So you can you know, oh, show absolutely. to anybody in your family. Can yeah, totally. stuff. So, yeah. So we hope you, we've uh, uh, given you guys, hopefully even, even if one of our recommendations is something that you watch and really enjoy, uh, we hope that uh, it makes your, your time at home uh, a little bit more fun. Until next time when we can take another 10. That's right. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Enjoy all the other uh, Next Real shows. You can, If you like uh, our little banter, you can hear us uh, weekly on the Marvel Movie Minute as we discuss Louis Leterrier's 2008 Incredible Hulk movie in intricate detail. Oh, that's that, the, We could even use that now. Yeah. Scrupulous and intricate. Right. Yeah. Both. Yeah, that's right. We get oh, into boy. the minutia. <laughs> we, we analyze the Hulk on a cellular level. <laughs> Well, I hope you've enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks you all for listening. Um, uh, like, subscribe, do all the things. Uh, we are uh, next reel all over the place. So, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll uh, see you next time. Bye. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Get started today.